On our spotlight today on KRWC, we've got a friend in studio who hasn't uh, paid us a visit here for a bit, but we uh, visit with him uh, now and again, and that's uh, Charles Krause, dairy producer uh, from the Buffalo area, who is now, uh, let me get this right now, your chair, Charles, of Midwest Dairies Corporate Board. Corporate Board, and that's fairly new to you. Yeah, I just got it. Uh, I just got elected in April at the meeting, and so the, the corporate board, so Midwest Dairy is, uh, we talk a lot about this when I'm in here, but Midwest Dairy is the 10 states, basically the, the upper Midwest, not Wisconsin included, um, and it's a farmer-led board, then we, uh, there's 32 people on that board, and they oversee how checkup dollars are spent and, and how we use that in our territory, reaching consumers in different ways, so... Ben, you were telling me prior to the program that there's lots of folks on this board, but and I was asking that, you know, if you if you knew everybody, and of course you've been on this board for quite a while already. Yeah, you know, it's it's farmers. You know, Minnesota has quite a few. We have fourteen on the corporate board from Minnesota. We produce a lot of milk in our state, and uh, that's how it's based is your milk production. But yeah, I've been friends, and it's kind of like a an extended family for me to work with other dairy farmers, and it's a great way to see how things are going and you know if there's a weather event in the midwest i start thinking well i know someone from there or there there's a lot you, know, you, go, you go all the way down to arkansas there's a lot of territory covered so um you start thinking about how things are going and and how different you know if you get out of your little window of your 25 mile radius you live in and how good or bad things can be weather wise and other things so. mm-hmm. and primarily one of the things that we're going to we're going to talk about june dairy month which is just around the corner here too but primarily one of the things we wanted to talk about before you uh, get out of town uh, on us is that you're going to go on a an international trip here very soon. Yeah, so I, I was asked to go on a U.S. Dairy Export Council trade mission to Singapore, and I said, well, we'll see. You know, I've never been gone from my farm for more than six days, and this is 10 days, and so I get kind of worried, and I was asked a couple months ago, and the way the winter was going, I thought I wouldn't be done planting corn or anything, and I had to take all these into consideration so i'm hoping everything goes wood I'm, you always get worried when you're gone from your farm but it gives me an opportunity um the the dairy checkoff started a center for dairy excellence in singapore in 2020 and no one has seen it no dairy farmers on that represent that checkoff have seen it yet because of covid and um the reason we have that there is uh the six countries that are in the the southeast asia are um four of them are are in the top 10 export markets that we have for dairy and so um, a great deal of commerce goes through Singapore and you can't just have a great product and expect people to buy it you need to form relationships let people know where their food comes from how you how you run farms around the country and so we have a uh, six different farmers from different parts of the country that farm all in different ways and we're all going to highlight how um, the dairy that we produce on our farm is produced and how it's marketed and, and maybe it's cheese or maybe it's another ingredient or powder and it'll be it'll be an eye-opening adventure for me I know it's a long flight and um, and I'm but I'm, I'm very up I'm very excited to go and um, hope to learn a lot and hopefully we can expand our markets because exports is what we need to do to keep dairy sustainable. Right now, almost one of, uh, nearly one of every five days of milk produced in the United States is exported out of our borders because 96% of the population lives outside the U.S. borders. And so that's a market we need to access with our great product. And I think we've talked before, am I right in saying that a lot of that is not necessarily fluid milk, but it's other products? Sure. You know, we, we always... 
it used to be you just dump powder. That's the easiest thing you can ship around. We still do move a lot of whole milk powder, skim milk powder, but we're getting into more of the value added. Um, we're, we're marketing cheese and, um, and there actually is some fluid milk, but, um, it's a lot harder. It has to be aseptic, um, shelf stable, but that's, that's one of the things we do as many different things as we can do. Well, we'll if you want a product, we'll figure out a way to get it to you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's completely global worldwide. Sure is. You know, you know, we, the, the markets we target obviously are countries that there's a demand for sustainable nutrition all around the world, but people have to be able to pay for it. We, we can't just produce it and give it away. And so there's a lot of commerce. There's a lot of money um, growing population bases that have um, moving out, moving into the middle class that can afford to buy great nutritional products like that. And um, so the Southeast Asia is our, our biggest destination where most growth has happened. Mexico is our biggest inter, um, export partner just geographically. Um, but then we, we get in also into the Middle East, you get into Middle East, Northern Africa, and there's an abundance of money there and they really like their dairy there. So, um, we, we kind of don't get into much Europe. Europe's got quite a bit of milk and there's very little that gets in that way, but there's a lot of population all around the world. And we also need to think about getting into, you know, all these other countries too. We're, we're working into South America and Chile. We did, they did a trade mission last year. So, um, there's people all over and they like dairy and it's good for them. And so we'll, if they want to buy it, we'll get it to them. And you'll be, uh, you know, a 10 day trip, obviously some of that is travel, but, and you'll be, um, touring this facility and then it's, then you'll be reporting back to everyone. Sure. Yeah. I, we have five full days of it's 10 days, but basically two days travel both ways. And, um, and then we have five days where we'll be, Touring centers, touring um, customers, talking about, you know, meet and greet, meeting people, meeting with um, diplomats and dignitaries from uh, Singapore. And uh, yeah, like like I said, I'll be able to tell you a lot more when I get back. But um, it costs a lot of money to send farmers over there. And we're going to make the most of our time. We're going to be up from dawn to dusk um, doing our part to move dairy across the world. Yeah. Well, it'll be an exciting trip, I'm sure, and and very interesting. I don't know if you've ever been to any anything uh, in that part of the world or not, but yeah, not at all. You know, the, the one thing they're telling—I'm kind of worried—but we get used to hot weather here in the middle of summer. It's 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 summer there, and it's 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 hot and humid. So, but um, I've I'm used to working in it, so I'm not too worried about that. Charles Krause, our guest. We're going to dovetail right from that into—is uh, there anything else on the uh, the Midwest dairy? corporate board end of it that uh, that we should should know about or discuss before we move on no i'm good at I mean, i guess people have questions they could um, go to midwestdairy.com and there's a lot of information you can you know if you're a consumer you want to learn about farmers we have a great website there you can meet farmers you can find out practices if, you, if you're a farmer and you want to learn more about accesses uh, or not ac- um things that are available to you as a farmer there's sites on there if you'd like to get things for school groups or things there's there's a producer service center that has great things they can get um every dairy farmers access to that so well let's uh turn our attention to june dairy month then and um lots of things to discuss about that and uh, so we'll uh, this the overall view of june dairy month is just to highlight the product and the yeah. farmers yeah you know it, we, we've been celebrating this and for over 100 years and and the start of the origin it goes back to 
farmers used to get their cows out, pastures were growing. Um, that's when we had our big flush, and we still do have a big spring flush where we have more milk produced in this time period than we do any other time of the year. And so they thought that was a great idea to let's promote it and move some of this great product. And so that's the history of it. And, and uh, you, you'll hear it all through the month of June, all around the state, not just in Wright County. There's farmers doing breakfast on the farm and promotions at parades and grocery stores and schools and, and the like. And, and so we just want to get out and tell our story and and as long as people are aware of it it's good to ride on the coattails of years past yeah and uh we're gonna have breakfast on the farm in wright county again this time yeah so we're real excited uh i boy you talk about champions for for wright county dairy and dairy across the midwest the bakeberg family i this has got to be their seventh or eighth time hosting wright county breakfast on the farm and this year they're going to be celebrating the 150 years that they've been farming on that site and the Bakeberg family. And so it's a big event. Um, uh, Just south of Waverly, um, great place, great location. It's easy for us to do because we've been there so many times, we kind of know the lay of the land. But um, it's never an easy event to put on, and a lot of of legwork goes into it beforehand. But we're excited to invite whoever wants to come out to it this year. And that's the 10th, if I remember right? Correct. So... Um, a little bit earlier than before, but Saturday, June 10th, second Saturday in June. And uh, same kind of format. If you haven't been there before, we what we do, we don't want you to drive your car to the farm. You park at the Howard Lake Waverly Winstead High School, just about two miles south of Howard Lake. And we have buses running about every 15 minutes. We'll drop you off right at the front step of the door there of the farm. And once you get there... Um, you can go have your breakfast, and uh, if you don't want to do that right away, we got tours for you to learn about a dairy farm. And what we want this to be is an opportunity for you to learn where your food comes from and meet the people that produce that great dairy. Yeah, and this will be the first time that you uh, won't be there for to, to interview, so we're kind of previewing it here a little bit. Yeah, so you won't I, be back yet. Yeah, I won't be back. I'm supposed to be coming back, so maybe I'll catch the last few minutes of it if I get back in time. But no, I, I, uh, we have a great. You know, there's, there's, it takes about a hundred people to get this event going, and we have a committee that works meets starts meeting in the middle of winter, um, and I'm sure they'll do a great job, and and uh, it'll go on just fine without me there. I don't have a lot to do with it when it's not on my own farm, but. Um, we have a lot of great sponsors. Um, we we have different levels of sponsorship, but all these different sponsors, we can't thank them enough. We couldn't do it without them. Um, we've been able to make this a free event, completely free, 100%. The meal is free. Um, everything's free. And so you, you can't go wrong for a family event like that. You know, we'll take a free will donation if you'd like to donate at the um, at the breakfast area. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. And, and um, we we really want this to be a fun all day experience for you if you want to bring kids from babies all the way to 100 years old it you, everyone has a great time there and it really is not only an educational but a, a fun experience for them too and and hopefully uh they're putting two to two uh together on oh this is where it starts and it ends up in my cup or glass or cheese stick or whatever exactly you know we, what we want we want to highlight the sustainable way we produce milk, the sustainable way we work with our cattle, keep them comfortable, and then the great sustainable nutrition that comes from a dairy farm, whether that's cheese, yogurt, butter, um, milk, all of it comes from dairy farms like like the Bakeberg family and farms across the Midwest just like that. And, and you think of it every day of the year, um, you'll be able to ask, we'll have people giving tours, we'll have experts in different areas that you can ask questions, and you'll be amazed at some of the technology that continues to advance 
year after year, I'm amazed myself on how much I can learn about my cows from simple, and we have Fitbits on our cows now, and we have all this data we can learn about every cow, and um, and that's important because that's how we keep our cows comfortable and healthy and, and producing um, great delicious milk. But, you know, the other fun things to do at the event, um, we have, along with the, the, the learning stations, we have a kids' play area, which the young kids really like playing in the sand pile. Um, we have sample tents all over the place. We have all the milk you can drink free in the in the little red barn. We'll serve that. We, we're serving free ice cream, and we usually have beef sticks and cheese sticks and cheese curds, and so all this is free. And then if that's not enough, you can get a free breakfast on top of it. So you will not leave hungry, and usually the line moves along pretty good. We got a uh, we have a fun uh, Chris Cakes will be back serving pancakes, flipping them in the air. Um, having a good time and uh you know it's just it brings a big smile to my face when i think of how happy people get to get and get in and out of there you know rain or shine we we always we always manage to put on a great event for people you remember the hours off the top of your head sure so it it starts at seven and um, runs till one and breakfast runs till noon so uh you could start boarding buses probably at 6 30 in howard lake if you want to get there right away uh, see the cows actually getting milked. You'd want to get there right away at seven. Otherwise, they'll be done milking. I think we'll have our milking Molly, our fiberglass life-size cow. If you want to kind of milk a cow by hand that's not going to move around or get you dirty, um, we'll have that there for you. And uh, like I said, the buses will be running about every 15 minutes. And then whenever you want to leave, you just get in line and, the, and then get on those buses. They'll bring you right back to your car. Um, yeah, if you have any questions, we do have a, um, a right carver uh, breakfast on the farm uh, facebook page and um, they've been posting things what's hap been happening leading up to the event and then we also will have machinery row so we have some of the nice cool tractors and stuff for your kids to crawl around on and look at and and ask questions to the people that are there that sponsor these uh, pieces of machinery and ask them questions about them. Yeah. Lots of knowledgeable folks there. It's always a uh, real interesting event. That's June 10th for the breakfast on the farm at the Bakeberg uh, farm um, near Waverly, just outside. Sure, of yeah, just southwest of Waverly. One of the one of the new things we have this year is called it's called Meet the Makers, and there'll be four different stations running every half hour. We have someone from Maple a Maple Syrup operation that uh, how they how they put maple syrup together educational. We have someone representing bees and how honey is collected and made. Um, we have a local butcher that's going to talk about you know processing meat and then we also have a gal uh, christine leonard that puts up um, custom cheese trays she has a dairy farm but her side business is putting cheese trays charcuterie boards together and so she's going to show how to how she does that so a little bit different twist there to learn something different we always try to add something and then the other thing um, that we have is we have gift bags for all the young kids that are um, leaving the event we'll have some dairy goodies in a little backpack for them and so every young Usually under 12 um, gets a gift bag on the way out of the door. So cool. they'll leave happy. Yeah, well thought out. Um, we want to touch on a few other things here while we have some time. Very exciting. We've got two representatives from our area on the uh, finalists for Princess K. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Uh, they just had their uh, weekend. They call it the May event, but they um, where the girls gathered. And um, Jalissa Baudry and Catherine Hill... 
um, from Wright County are both Princess K finalists, so they will both be getting their heads carved out of butter. Um, and that starts uh, right during the state fair. We have 10 different girls from around the state that will get their heads carved, and the coronation is the night before, traditionally at the band shell on Wednesday night before the fair starts. So they'll have a little bit extra um, duty to be doing. They do some training weekends with uh, with those candidates and um it, it's a it's a once in a lifetime experience and and um it's really fun for the families um when when to be princess k or everyone gets their head carved and and it's an iconic thing and millions of people go through the dairy goodness building at the state fair every year to see that and and so it's really fun so if you're looking for some extra butter um hit them up after labor day and, and they'll have a <laughs> couple pails of butter scraps for you well. so well, that's exciting, and uh, I think you told me that uh, that's a first. Well, your own daughter, Morgan, was a finalist, sure. and, and I think runner-up, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we've had um, we've had we've done pretty good in the last decade, and from Wright County. Um, actually, we did have two girls, um, Maggie Saha and, and uh, Shelby Campbell. Uh, was the first time we had two girls, probably about five years ago, that were okay. finalists. Yeah, and, that's um, right. Yep. Maggie was a was a finalist too that year. So it's a great program. Um, you know we we they carry it you know they carry it with pride i know last year we didn't know what to do with my daughter was getting married and i said what do you want to do with this it's been in the freezer for five <laughs> or six years and so we ended up putting at coburn's in the freezer i remember seeing that yeah, there, yeah. so we had it there for a couple months and i was um, surprised you still had it <laughs> yeah so there's a lot of people that hang on to them and i said well you're getting married what do you want to do and she's like i don't want it so <laughs> but yeah some people hang on them for decades and they have a chest freezer dedicated to it so i but yeah, it's a great event and it's iconic and it's known all across the country. There's no other state fair that has something this iconic and this well recognized. And um, we just get a lot of for the investment that the, the monetary investment. Um, we don't even look at it as dairy farmers, but what it costs us to do this. Um, it's it's like a 50 to one return on the advertisement we get for the the great wholesome story dairy is yeah and then all the rest of the month uh these same ambassadors and many many others will be all over the place uh, with special events they do this year round but uh june they really have a sure. lot of stuff now you'll see you know we have four four wonderful young women from wright county that serve as wright county dairy princesses you'll see them on the parades they do library ex events they do bank events uh, anything they can do to get out and talk about the great story dairy is um, you'll you'll see them and we have a group of younger ambassadors that help out too uh, so instead of throwing candy out we like to give cheese sticks out during the parades and so i think a lot of parents appreciate that they already got 50 candy bars. The kid could use something a little more healthy for them. And no, so no. We, uh, uh, cheese sticks can be healthy and fun to eat, too. Well, you got to think that uh, no matter what, um, you know, comes of it, even if they don't advance in, uh, you know, dairy production or even the ag industry so much, um, you know, these young people are really setting the stage to to get out there and kind of get their brand, so to speak, out in front of people. And it's talking it's interviews it's interacting with all ages and so it's got to be really good good it's, experience you know it's a terrific it's a terrific leadership building event you know you talk about career planning all these things we want them to feel comfortable speaking to people in public we want them to be able to think on their feet and be able to answer questions and that's things you look for in the workforce that's things you look for for uh, leadership in any job and and if we can make dairy lifelong dairy champions out of them along with that's a win for dairy farmers too yeah and then a side note not necessarily just for uh, dairy but we also have uh, 
a student from uh, Buffalo FFA on the uh, state officers panel this time. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, I did hear that on the news today, and um, she's actually, she actually is a Dairy Princess for Hennepin County, so um, we, we're real proud. She's a great spokesperson for agriculture and for dairy, and she's actually a big TikToker. So all you KRWC listeners that are on TikTok, <laughs> she's, she's got some pretty viral TikToks about cows and fun things like that. So and there's different. She's Mary, and we didn't mention the name, uh, Mariana oh, oh, Iden. Yeah, yep. Mariana Iden. Yeah, and, and she's a Buffalo. She'll be grad, she graduates from Buffalo this year, but she's a state officer. And hopefully someday she might be a Princess K finalist too when she's done being a state officer. But great. Um, we've only had three ever from Buffalo. And so um, quite an honor to be a state FFA officer. And she'll be um, doing all kinds of wonderful things, leadership building things and working with younger members this year. So, but um, yeah, I have high hopes for her. Uh, she's going to go far in life. Yeah, we'll have to see if we can't uh, get her in studio here one of these days and, and talk more about it. Let's wrap up again, just a, a quick overview on uh, June Dairy Month. Of course, it's a, a month-long celebration, but of course for you it's year-round. But uh, <laughs> Breakfast on the Farm is the 10th. And we'll be hearing a lot more about that and then all kinds of different uh, other visits from the ambassadors. Sure. And I think we're going to be trying to do a promotion on KRWC later in the month. It's tri dairy trivia and getting some, get some coupons your way from some grocery stores so you can get some great dairy products in your, on your family shelf. But, yeah, come check us out June 10th, the Bakeberg uh, Goldview Farm by Waverly, um, Faye Bakeberg, and uh, Pat and Joanna and their young family and uh, we'd love to see as many people as can come. We usually get about 2,000 people a year and we're set up for that so don't be worried about the numbers. We got it We got it kind of figured out and um, we'll get you in and out and um, shouldn't be standing around waiting too long and um, if you have any questions you can go to the Facebook page for the Breakfast on the Farm or uh, MidwestDairy.com will have some other information about dairy farming. But um, we'd love to see whoever wants to come out there. And uh, maybe we'll set a record this year as far as attendance. That'd be perfect. Uh, 150 years at Bakeford's. Um, and I can't thank them enough. Boy, it's, it's such an undertaking to do that, to be willing to open your farm. It's, a, it's a very noble, and, uh, and I appreciate their dedication to dairy. It's always an amazing day. All right, uh, Charles Krause, our guest, wrapping up today's spotlights. Uh, safe travels to you. I'm sure we'll touch base when you get back and uh, get a little review, or I'd sure like to, and, and um, we'll certainly speak again during the month of June. Sounds very good. Thanks, Tim. There's today's spotlights on KRWC.